0: Volume 2. Maybridge. The sun was coming up, and we were secure in the fact that we were not the last men on Earth. The radio signal we heard from Maybridge, Vermont, was still faintly audible through the haze of white noise. Avoid Stockton, it said. All dead. Roger drove. Eli sat in the front seat, cradling my hunting rifle like a kid with his favorite stuffed animal. I lay in the back, my foot elevated, hanging in a makeshift sling, suspended from the laundry hook above the door. It hurt, but at least it had stopped bleeding. It was probably infected. Roger leaned back a bit to make sure I heard what he was saying. Maybridge is coming up. Ten more minutes, I'd say. I leaned up on my elbows. Try to find a pharmacy or something. I need to clean out this cut and get it bandaged. Eli snickered. And a shoe store. Roger chuckled. Sure, the joke was at my expense, but right now, I wasn't going to begrudge a little bit of a laugh. I smirked and lay back down. Yeah, one running a sail on hiking boots. We drove the rest of the way in silence. For that glorious moment, I could almost forget that the world was being overrun by monsters. I could almost forget that we were following a barely audible radio signal in hopes of finding someone else alive. I pulled my foot out of the sling, careful not to knock it against Roger's seat, and sat up. The sign on the side of the road read, Maybridge, founded 1802, population 1309. I said, Not exactly New York. Roger nodded. You thought Stockton was a sleepy little town and this place is half the size. I remember coming out here because my mother wanted to go to some antique store one summer. Eli fidgeted with the rifle, eyes glued on the road ahead. Crossing the town line didn't affect the scenery. The road was still narrow, the forest still encroached on both sides, and there was still no sign of any sort of life. Roger turned off the radio. The hiss of white noise vanished as did the tiny voice whispering the same message over and over. Up ahead was a gas station. The faded sign displayed, Earl's Fuel. The red painted letters chipped and flaking. We slowed down, letting the engine quiet, drifting down the road towards the entrance to the station. Eli looked at him. We need gas or something? Roger shook his head. Half a tank still but there's probably a first aid kit for Alex, and if there's a way to fill up, we probably should. Earls looked abandoned. The small office was dark, the garage door was closed, and the only cars in the lot looked like they had been sitting there for months. Roger guided the car up to the garage, then put it in park. All right, Alex, you stay here. We'll go check the place out. I scoffed. Fuck that. Roger rolled his eyes. Dude. You can barely walk. I don't care. I'm not sitting in the car defenseless with no ability to run away. If one of those things comes over and I'm trapped in here, what do you want me to do? Lock the doors and hope you guys didn't get eaten inside? Eli nodded. Alex got a point, man. We should stick together. We can't leave him. Roger sighed and shook his head. Fine. But I think it's a bad idea just going on the record saying that now. I shifted along the seat to the door and popped it open, rotating myself to step out of the car with care. I put my left foot down first, then stood, keeping just the toes of my right foot on the ground. It would be slow going, but walking across pavement was a hell of a lot easier than limping through the woods. Eli got out and pulled the bolt on the rifle. Roger grabbed the hatchet from under his seat and turned to look at us both. All right, I'm going to make my way up to the office door. Let's try to stay quiet and keep calm. Eli and I nodded together and watched Roger pad his way slowly up to the door. The building looked right out of a Norman Mailer painting. There was a small corner office with two large windows overlooking the pumps on one side and the large lot on the other. The blinds were drawn, preventing us from seeing inside. The top half of the door held another window but it was frosted glass, like it was taken from a bathroom somewhere.